Good evening, Patriots. Tonight is Sunday, February 13th in the year 2022. Tonight, Canada is in a real crisis at this moment in time. And the crisis is this, is that Trudeau is now moving forward to enact the Emergency Act, which is the same as martial law that was established in 1985 that does not need anybody's authority but his own. Police down in, in the Coots border have drawn guns and are beginning to have arrests with Canadians. And they've begun arrests at the Ambassador Bridge because Ford Motor Company, GM Motor Company, and Toyota are whining about the fact that they can't get their parts and people aren't vaccinated enough. In the meantime, America is doing nothing. So, except for one man who is doing something, thank goodness, and that's Mike Lindell. Let me play this piece for you real quick. Hello, we're busy. All our employees are busy making pillows right now for the truckers in Canada. We're going to try and get them through. I'm not going to say what day or you know we'll be, they'll be obstructionists. Um, I know you guys are going to be there. Trust me. You will be there. I'll let you know. Um, and, uh, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be great. You know, I have a plant up in Canada. I have a factory up in Canada, but we can't make enough there because of what happened before when, remember, when I was canceled in the United States, Canada, Canada companies canceled me too. Costco, the Canadian shopping channel. So our production went way down a year ago. So this is all, uh, I got a little problem with Trudeau. Let me tell you more than, uh, this started with me way back. So, but we're going to get these, these, what brave truckers and it's going on around the world now. Yeah. It's amazing. We're winning. Saskatchewan and I believe Alberta pulled back their mandates already. There's little victories now already, so we're they're pulling them back. We're winning. I encourage all the truckers, don't give up and, and say, okay, we'll, we'll compromise halfway. No, we want all our freedoms. We want all our freedoms back is right, but they're not going to give them. And I've said this from the beginning. That's Mike, Mike Lindell. Head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. Use your promo code Bards. Support MyPillow because they are the one company, they are the one group of people that are actually doing something in this situation to support Canada. And hopefully he can get his pillows through now with this tyranny going on. The rest of the sponsors we normally have, you know who they are, Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. It's the... Branded coffee of Bard's Nation. You head on over to expeditioncoffee.com. Check that out and a variety of other products all designed to boost your health and your immune system. You can find those links below. And thefoundersbible.com. Thefoundersbible.com. Promo code there is Bard's, B-A-R-D-S, and NASB 1995 edition. 20% off with your Bard's code, B-A-R-D-S, at checkout. Check out those links below. Support these people. They're Christians. They're Christian-based companies. And that's becoming a, a harder and harder thing to support or to find these days. All right, I just got this. Trudeau has convened a late Sunday night cabinet meeting, and he is meeting with the first ministers, premiers, to likely consult them on invoking war measures against his own citizens. This is not a drill. Patriots, I've been saying this over and over, and I'm a little bit frustrated tonight not at this audience, but at the movement. So bear with me. I am tired of Q stupidity. 
I am tired of Trump worship, and I'm tired of the idiocy in this nation that is being played by two elite classes, an extreme elite and a moderate elite. The moderate elite is being run by Trump, and no one can seem to figure it out because they're worshiping an idol. His name is Donald Trump, who is responsible for almost everything we are dealing with right now. Like it or not, it's true. His interview on Friday on Fox Morning, when he's whining about not getting paper for his damn book, it's a coffee table book in the middle of the Canadians trying to defend their freedoms, whining about not getting paper because of supply chain issues. Let me remind the president, Mr. President, you caused the damn problem because you invoked the, the, the Defense Act and you put the Defense Department in charge of changing our entire supply chain system to be compliant with blockchain, the fourth industrial revolution, and what the WEF, World Economic Forum, wanted you to do. That was hand puppetry at its finest. Then let's talk about the injection. The injection now that has killed tens of thousands of people. It has damaged millions. And I am not making this up. This is an injection that our president has openly said he is responsible for. He brought it to us. It's the greatest thing in humanity. That injection. Well, I've got a little clip. I think it kind of sums it up pretty well. This clip comes from What's Her Face on YouTube. A great channel, great tongue-in-cheek. Just take a listen. Let's take a little stroll down memory lane, shall we? The year was 2020, and the human race was just shy of a year into a deadly pandemic. The despair that overcame families as they canceled their holiday festivities was balanced by a fresh feeling of hope as the miracle of science had just introduced the world's first coronavirus vaccine. But even miracles come with their own little bugs to work out. And the COVID vaccine came with a very specific bug of its own. The kind of bug that causes AIDS. Just weeks before Christmas, the Australian government made the decision to trash 51 million doses of the COVID vaccine after trial participants returned false positive HIV test results. They stated that the reason for this decision had nothing to do with safety and everything to do with upholding the public's confidence in the new treatment. You see, much of the world in their selective state of amnesia have forgotten these small details of the early pandemic and vaccine rollout, but I haven't. I remember October 2020 when researchers expressed concern that the COVID vaccine could increase the risk of HIV infection, ultimately leading to an increase in infections as vaccines rolled out to vulnerable populations across the world. And I remember all the way back in April 2020 when Luc Montagnier, world-renowned virologist and winner of a 2008 Nobel Prize for his discovery of HIV, warned the world that the novel coronavirus was not of natural origin and that it was manipulated to include sequences from the HIV virus. Now fast forward three years to present day 2022. Billions of vaccines have been administered across the globe. That feeling of hope is thick in the air once again. And on a completely unrelated note, everyone has AIDS. AIDS, 
headlines read that for the first time in over a decade, HIV now infects more heterosexuals than homosexuals, a highly virulent variant of HIV is circulating Europe, and even Prince Harry Gingerballs of England is urging everyone to know their status and get tested for HIV. Now I'm not claiming that any of these events are linked, because if the pandemic has taught me anything, it's that confirmation bias is real, and correlation does not equal causation. So there's definitely no connection between any of this and the fact that just two weeks ago, Moderna launched their clinical trial for an HIV vaccine that uses mRNA technology. And it's definitely just a coincidence that Luc Montagnier, that highly regarded virologist who warned about the dangers of an HIV-spliced novel coronavirus, died on Tuesday. Yeah, just a coincidence. Died on Tuesday. Right now, this agenda is moving forward, and it is part of their agenda to drop the mandates. I have said this over and over. The mandates are not the fight. Canada is starting to learn what that means right now. Americans are still running with their head up their butt as a collective nation, literally asking questions. When do we think Trump is coming back? I've got an answer. Never. You're getting played. Because it's beneficial for fundraising not to acknowledge whether you're going to be in the campaign or not. And like it or not, on good authority, Trump was really hurting for money until he launched Truth Social, which was supposed to launch in January. Now it's supposed to be March, and I can tell you it's not going to be out then either. But don't mind that because Truth Social is trying to, apparently, as I understood today, looking at working with Skylink, oh, Skynet, Skylink, whatever Elon Musk's prison planet design is, so that we can be assured that you can have social media all the time. While Peter Thiel joins them from Meta to make sure that they can enjoy the new virtual reality world of the future, and you can be participant and, and play around in the Meta world. You see, Patriots, it's all the same end game. I have been saying this over and over. And the only real fight that's happening right now is in Canada because they understood something. That coming together as a nation to stand together as a nation was the only way forward. And it's going to get ugly. And your government's going to back our government and you're going to, they're going to be told to go defend against their insurrection. This ain't going to fly. We are at a time right now that people have to make some hard decisions, and Canada is on that point right now. I'm sick and tired of a warrior class in this country that talks a big game, brushes up on its chest pumping, always talks about its guns and its ammo and all of its toys it has and can't do anything with it other than imagine how to shoot a neighbor. Most of the people that do that fawning have never put their foot in a pile of goo that's been a human body. They've never seen bloated bodies. They've never had to watch caskets go on a plane. And when they read Jericho, they just kind of pass by that little line that says that all the men, women, and donkeys were slain. Oh, that was just one of those consequences of war. When you dig into the realities of biblical history, it is bloody. And when you hear about Jericho, I want you to imagine what that is like for soldiers to go in with the sword or the axe or the spear and destroy every human living thing in that city. 
We have become so dumbed down and so immune to the ideas of the realities of what's even in the text of the Bible, we just brush it by. Or Abraham putting his son up on the altar to kill him at God's hand. Imagine the drama and trauma of that, of having to appease God and thinking he was doing it right to stab his son with a knife. He was going to. We have lost touch with the visceral reality of life. And in so doing, we are lulled to sleep by stupid garbage like Q promises of the white hats coming to save you, like Trump's going to come in on his white horse and save the nation again, like Durham, who we've seen one picture of, and everybody imagines he's the big guy that's going to save the nation with every court system that's rigged. How is that supposed to happen? I'm just curious because I haven't figured it out yet. We have Real Raw News, who constantly reports about all the people that they're supposedly putting to death down in Gitmo in the military tribunals, which continue to show up as live all over the world. Can't figure that one out either. Maybe it's body doubles. Maybe it's clones. But here's the problem. It doesn't matter whether it is. There's a whole bunch of them that are getting away with stuff, and there's a whole bunch of crime that's still going on. And it's not going to be fixed by anybody but us. And then we have the salvationists and the revelationists that are sitting here waiting for Christ to come riding in and fix the whole damn thing that we created. We created this reality. We created this hell. We are fighting the same Nazis that were in World War II. We come out of World War II. We're told by the government, well, they all are gone now. Where'd they go? We don't know, but they're all happy and reformed. How does a Nazi get reformed after that? Just curious, but they bit into that one hook, line, and sinker, and so did every future generation because when they came back, they were all had a little pocket money, and they were offered the opportunity to go live in the suburbs. Cheap housing and new opportunities to have all sorts of new appliances and things and things and things and more crap in our life we don't need. When are we going to get back to being Americans? When? Because it was the pulpit that led this nation to its freedoms. There just aren't enough pastors doing this. And if they are pastors, I have yet to find even the pastors that are doing this that are willing to walk away from their 501c3 trap and imprisonment of 30 pieces of silver where you can give your tithe to the church and the government's going to give you part of God's tithe back. That I can't even get past that one right there. This is nauseating. And I'm sitting here looking at our nation's greatest partner we could ever have, a people that are truly blood to blood with us. That's the Canadians standing alone in a fight. And I'm thinking, wow, guess what this looks like? This looks like the revolution when we were standing alone and no one came to back us up. In the meantime, the French are standing up and getting the hell beat out of them by Macron's Nazis. You've got the Italians standing up. You have the Belgians standing up, which is an interesting one. The In Austria, they're standing up. In Australia, they're even standing up. Over a million and a half people came to a rally yesterday for freedom. But that's okay, because we've got MAGA, and we have... True social 
and we have a neat little rally in D.C. where there's nobody in D.C., but the truckers are going to go to the rally because we're going to change the world and no one's going to listen. That's okay. Don't worry about that. Trump's going to come back and fix it all. Yeah. That's good. Rah, rah. Go MAGA. This one's hard for me, as hard as it's ever been, to be able to look at my country and say, what the hell happened? Yeah, I can still remember the 38 ramp ceremonies in 2006 was the first time I was in Afghanistan and watched 38 caskets be put on a plane day after day, night after night. You get the call. Hey, we got a ramp ceremony. What time? Two in the morning. You get up. You get on your your stuff. You walk out to the flight line. You stand there in attention with other armies around the world, and you watch another casket get put on the plane. Yeah, I can still remember being in Playa's training center, which is in New Mexico, having just left Afghanistan five days ago, working with one of the greatest special forces master sergeants I had ever worked with. And I got the call on the red line. That's, that's the secret line. Uh, I hate to tell you, master sergeant just was helping his boys out of a problem. He was trying to disarm an IED. He didn't realize that it was booby trapped. And right in front of his whole team, he was vaporized. I got back in time to see his name being written, painted, actually, on the wall. The wall of the fallen. That's the special forces code, by the way. You don't get the hoopla on the news. You just get the names on the walls that you walk by and you quietly remember. Yeah. This is what we fought for. To have America can't figure out if truckers can get together. They have to have the planning. Uh, well, Canadians took eight months. No, they didn't take eight months. They may have started ideas of this eight months ago, but they jumped on this. And when they jumped on this and the truckers started to move, truckers just joined in and they just started to move and shut the country down. Now they're going into a war act against their countrymen. Their government is turning against them and declaring war on its citizens. 1.4 million or more citizens in Canada have now had the entire government and part of its military saying, yep. You're an enemy of the state. Guess what, Patriots? That's already here. With a minute that they said we couldn't go to church, that was the declaration of war, but nobody figured it out. Instead, they're like, oh, I can't pray. I'm so inconvenienced. I can't pray. Damn it. That was war. That was absolutely war. So many people wanting to lurk away. It's not my fight. Oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go bunker up. I'm gonna go get my stuff ready. I can't. I don't want to. I'm not want to worry about getting in here because if I, man, I'm telling you, I've got an anger management problem. And if I, if I get out here, I'm gonna do something violent. Then do something violent. Quit talking. Get this. You know, I just I ask this question every day. What would Christ do? He sure as heck wouldn't run. And he sure as heck wouldn't lurk back in the shadows. And he would walk through those doors and he would flip tables and he would challenge those in authority. I 
I'm tired of hearing where are truckers because they're not coming, at least not in the way we want them. So let me ask this. Where are the people? Where are Americans? I see this video clip today. It's like from one of our Q nuts. Yay, yay, yay. Look, Americans are supporting Canadians. Do you know what it looked like? This is what it was. This was at one of the border places. There's about 1,000 or 1,500 Canadians waving flags and American flags, by the way. And there's this picture across the border, and there's five Americans, five Americans with American flags going, woohoo, here I am. God bless those five that were there. We are in tyranny. Our Department of Homeland Security has determined that anybody that speaks out anything on this vaccine or any measures that now puts the, the credibility of the government in check in question is now a domestic terrorist. I am so far on that list, I'm probably up in the top 10. So just so I highlight this, if they come knocking in my door and they kick my door in and they arrest me, don't start crying. Get off your butt and fight. This is a war we are in. It is a war for humanity. And it's a war for whether you want to live free or die enslaved. This isn't like any other time in history. This is a war for the existence of God's children or God's children get eviscerated. And yes, we can all say, yep, we've got this. If we just make it through this, we've got life ever after. I'm going to tell you that there's still going to be an accountability for what every single one of us has done, and we're going to stand before the Lord, and he's going to put us to the test. And you have to ask yourself, what have you done every single day to occupy the land and expand the kingdom in a time of war? Because that's what this is. And it's not just a normal war. Why do you think it is so important that you use your free will to comply to their means? They aren't forcing you. They aren't coming at your door and tackling you, injecting you, because this stuff is darker than anything we've ever imagined. This stuff changes your DNA. Changing your DNA changes you off the frequency of God. Changing your DNA takes you into them. It's a it is an attempt to capture your soul. Patriots, I don't, Bard's Nation is probably the strongest, most unified, most correctly focused group in the world right now. And I am not kidding that about that. And that's God's hand that's worked through all of us to bring us together. And I hate to put it this simply, but while there are other groups, I'm telling you, this is one of the remnants, one of the tribes that either stands up and starts fighting for the right cause in action in getting people to come to light and to make the hard stands in front of these people with the name of God leading us or we will fail. We are a critical remnant. I don't, I guess there's other tribes out there. I know there's other tribes out there. I shouldn't say I guess, but man, As a nation, we need to be calling people out. We need to be asking people, I mean, what are you doing? Like, where is your head? 
Where is your relationship in Christ? Where's your, and then you're, you're going to get this. If you do, well, I, I do. I go to church every Sunday. Good. Proud of you. Now, what are you doing when you step out of the church, when you get off the pew and you start doing something in your community? Oh, I got the vax and I'm kind of worried about this HIV thing and I've got to wear a mask and I've got to go get myself tested for HIV because the pastor's telling me that, you know, we all got to be careful. We got a social distance here. We can only have so many because the state's told him he can only have so many in the, in the church. Oh, unbelievable times we are in. Unbelievable times. God did not God did not raise us to be weenies. Can you imagine that like uh, God, what are you going to make? Well, today I'm going to make this thing called humans. Really? How are you going what are they going to be? Weenies? Really? Yeah, they're going to be weenies. I want to make sure I create these people that are just compliant little slaves so that when they get older, all they can do is they'll just they'll just quake and quiver at the face of evil. Oh. What is, what good is that? Well, I, I wanted to make them warriors, but I figured I've already looked ahead on time and I've seen what they're going to become. They're all going to become weenies. So I just decided to shortcut it and I made them all weenies to begin with. That is not the way the Bible reads. Man, the Bible reads about heroism and warriors, fearlessness and trial and difficulty and awakening and challenges and confronting evil and defeating evil. It doesn't say when you get to a certain point in your life, please step back and sit on the couch and start reading through all the correlations of dates and all the events so that you can start to understand when we are at the end of times. And since we're at the end of times, you don't have to do anything. Just sit back. But while you have some free time, you may want to go over here. There's this cute thing going on. There's a little bit of worship of Trump going on. Don't worship him too much because that's a little bit of idolatry. But we want you to be part of the revelation. So just hang back and count the days. Ugh. Where are the Christian warriors? Where are the Christian warriors? The ones that have fearlessness in them because Christ flows within them. Where are the Davids? Where are the Joshuas? Where are the Gideons? Where are the 300 that stood with Gideon? I know that in Bard's nation, there's at least 300. And that's what gives me solace every night and gives me thanks in my prayers every night. And I know there's more than 300. That means that the burdens that we have to accept are greater. That means the works that we have to do are greater. That means what we have to do in our ministries are greater. And you have to put aside all this nonsense of what these people are telling you is or isn't and focus truly on what the mission is. The mission is liberty, restoring God to the kingdom, to the throne of this nation. Here's a clip I want you to hear from a Canadian police officer. I just hope there's a lot more like him tonight. And we need to keep prayers up for more like him. Hi, folks. As a police officer with 21 years of experience, I wanted to take this opportunity and reaffirm my support for the people, the people that I was sworn to serve and protect. I stand with you. 
I stand for freedom and I support a return to normal. Stay safe and God bless. God bless, indeed. The one thing I can give Canada unbelievable credit for is in this process, as they have grown stronger in their unity and fellowship, they have continually brought God more forward in the fight. We have to do this. We have to be bringing God more forward in the fight. We can't be waiting for someone else to do our work. I'm just going to say it tonight. I'm not ready yet because I've got to finish some stuff here. I can't break away right now. But I'm doing this. And it's probably going to be in April, so buckle up. I've already talked to our mods about it. We'll figure out the dates and times. I'm so tired of this nothing going on. I'm so tired of this. We have to come up and we have to repent as a nation. We have to get forward leaning in this. So I'm going to get in my Jeep. It'll be in April. And I'm just going to start driving town to town. And if you're there and you want to be part of it, put it up on Telegram. We'll set up a rally there. It's going to be quick rallies, turn and burn. We're going to repent. We're going to pray. We're going to get out. Community speakers, if they want to come out, I don't care about them. I care about you. And we care about God. And we're going to light the fire under this righteous fire of this nation. And if it is 300 of us or if it is 3,000 of us, we're going to light the righteous fires of this nation and get it to burn. Well, kind of burn in a good way. (laughs) I have to be careful. DHS is going to be like, did you hear that? We have a domestic terrorist who said he's going to burn down the entire nation. No, I didn't say that, DHS. We're talking about this just so it gets clear because I'm sure DHS is dropping in along with CIA, FBI, NSA, and all you other nerds. What we're talking about is the Lord who is going to burn you down. We have got to get the fires of righteousness burning. And that means we as Bards Nation have to start creating our tribes, our small tribes. There needs to be Bards Nation tribes scattered all over this country. And we have to get out and start doing door to door. We have to start doing the activism that Christ would do to get people to start praying and repenting for this nation and to start coming together, breaking bread and standing strong, breaking from the corporate strongholds of our dependency, getting our community starting to come together and starting to stop spending our money in this Oh, this evil system that we are tied to. It is the sovereignty of the home. It is the sovereignty of our communities. It is the sovereignty of our counties. And we have to light that fire more than ever right now. But it can't just be prayers alone. There has to be wheels and traction with your faith. The sad part is that this was an opportunity for two countries right now to come together in force. And it didn't happen. Canada, I'm getting so many messages from Canadians. It's like, bro, where are the Americans? And I'm like, dude, I don't know what to tell you. A broken nation is what I'm going to tell you. A nation that has become apathetic, a nation that's become lazy and weak, a nation that has become afraid. Oh, they talk big on Twitter. They talk big out here on Telegram. Oh, you know, boys, we got ourselves a meme war. That's good. Tell me how that works. We got ourselves some meme cannons. Oh, that sounds good. 
Tell me again how that works. How does that prevent the child from getting an injection? How does it prevent the child from being masked up at the school district? How does it save the person, the elderly person that's locked away in the home? Oh, I, wait a minute. I got myself a meme cannon. Yeah, I'm hearing that. You have a choice, each and every one of us right now. I'll tell you what, I'll be the ambassador to Canada anytime because I love that nation. I love its people. And I do love my nation, but I love my tribe and I love our tribe a lot better than I love my nation. And our tribe is Bard's nation. I just want you to know that I truly love each and every one of you. And I do get dialed up like tonight because there has to be some fire here. We have to start realizing the critical hour on which we are standing. We are literally standing on the cusp of our existence or our termination. Is that tomorrow? No. Is it two, three, five years? Yep, it sure is. And right now there are less and less windows of us to be able to push back because they have this game rigged. And this is a big moment right now. We are, have a task ahead of us that is massive. We have people out here still wandering with their head inverted with the injection thinking that they're all protected and we all good. And we all, oh, I'm do- until they start to really get this reality settling and it's like, oh, but wait a minute, I've uh, got AIDS now. Yeah, you sure do. Because you were too dumb and too headstrong to listen to what we were trying to tell you the whole time. But you know what? Here's the deal. We couldn't stop you. You did it. So we're still here. We're still going to love you. We're still going to pray for you. And we still need you to come home to God. Because only he can heal. And that's the only way we're going to get through this. We have people that are so screwed up with this injection that whatever they have as kids, we don't even know what it's going to look like. True statement, because there's so much just corruption in the DNAs. There's a tremendous amount of pain, and we have to work people through that pain. Our job hasn't even started yet, and all my point is, is we're still trying to get off of square one into the fight. And so I'm just saying it, patriots. Bard's nation's been equipped. We've got Bible in one hand, we've got the sword of the spirit in the other, and we walk in the body of Christ. I'm just saying, there is no time like the present than to start getting out and speaking God's word. Because through that comes truth. Through that comes the strength to deal with the truths. And through that comes fellowship. And as we build fellowship, we're doing, we need to do what Canada will do, is doing. But we're going to have to do it our own way. And I'm good with that. But in order for us to be strong and being able to support our partner North who is doing it now, we have to do it community by community and we have to start making people understand the, how big of a deal this is. And they don't. Not yet. They're still struggling with just the idea that Trump is not president yet. I'll be blunt. The best thing that ever happened to us is that he didn't become president. 
We have to see this beast for what it is. And look, for all those out there, if you're thinking like, well, yeah, but Trump's un- it's not being treated for it fairly and it's, it hasn't been resolved yet. You're right. None of that has happened. But here's what I know. I can't affect that fight. And I don't care how many letters I write. I can't affect that fight. What we can do is get vocal and let Canada know that's like, oh, any chance we get to crush a Canadian corporation that's behind this crap, crush it. Don't buy their stuff. They're blaming all of us right now for this bit. They're blaming us, the Americans, for funding it. You would think that would piss us off. They're blaming us for not only funding this, but January 6th. You know, it doesn't, I shouldn't say piss us off. You would think it would burn the righteous fires within us because it does burn the righteous fires within me. I'm like, good. Can I fund it more? Can I fund it more? They hacked Give, Send, Go tonight. Some stupid message. Give, Send, Go already had it back up by the time they posted the story. And that was probably some like soy boy in in skinny jeans sitting down in his basement waiting for his mom to bring him pizza pops from the microwave while he hacks away at doing whatever he's doing. I have no interest in political candidates right now. Zero, none, zero, zero, zero. This is a time of action, not a time of politicking. For those candidates out here running around doing the well, we're going to do the primaries and we're going to do the, I don't care. I have, I have zero interest. I have people in this state, in my own state, sitting here going, well, when we get to, uh, we're going to be able to get some big wins come fall. Tell me how. Here's the measure they just passed in Oregon. That now a ballot, remember, we're a mail-in ballot state. They just took it up to a whole new level. Now a ballot that does not even have a postmark on it or a signature, apparently, can be delivered to be counted within seven days after the close of the election. In other words, all they have to do now is count the ballots to see who's winning, and then here comes the flood of fake ballots to be able to stack the odds so that no one ever wins except their own cronies. Patriots, our system is broken. DHS is the enemy of the people. FBI is the enemy of the people. NSA is the spying agency of the people looking after and monitoring everything you do because you're now a domestic terrorist. CIA has already been operatively functioning and warring against us. You get it? The secret societies have infiltrated a lot of the police departments. Why is the military protecting and defending above all, like massively, the biggest presence ever, the Super Bowl, which we all know the Super Bowl is a child sex trafficking haven every time it goes off? Under the cover of military protection, we can now rape and murder children, knowing that the United States military is there to defend. Defend what? Their right to rape, pillage, and murder. The sickening level at this society is beyond measure and scope. And the only thing that we have that will get us through all of this is the love and fellowship that we have with one another. It isn't Canada as a different country. It's a different tribe. But as tribes, we are all God's children. And in the end, we have to find that bond together to stand together constantly and never let those bonds be broken. 
We have to live in the moment, not the worries of the future and not the burdens of the past. And the way you unleash the burdens of the past is to get before Christ and you ask for repentance and you unweight that. This is not a game. This is not something you toy with. Jesus is there to talk to, to be intimate with, get to know him. We are all going to need strong hearts. And there's going to be a lot of trials ahead. 1 Corinthians 10, 13, no temptation has overtaken you. That is not common to man. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way to escape that you may be able to endure it. We are going to have to find ways to endure this in the strength of fellowship with one another because that's where we start to win. But we shouldn't be like Galatians 5, 7, 10, which seems to be where we are right now. You were running a good race. Who cut in on you to keep you from obeying the truth? That kind of persuasion does not come from the one who calls you. A little yeast works through a whole batch of dough. I am confident in the Lord that you will take no other view. The one who is throwing you into confusion, whoever that may be, will have to pay the penalty unless, in my words, unless you're going to follow it. This is a time when we have to take 1 Corinthians 16, 13 to 14 into account. Be watchful, stand firm in the faith, Act like men. Be strong. Let all that you do be done in love. And so I'm going to close with Ephesians 2, 1 to 10. And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air and the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom you all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, like the rest of mankind. But God, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ, By grace you have been saved and raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace in kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God, not a result of works so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Do good works with your fellow man, your brethren, your neighbors, your family. Build the strength and fellowship and love. Stand strong and bold. Be vocal, be loud. Do not let these people win. 
in whatever form you can, give support to Canada. Let them hear your voice. They are our brethren. In whatever form you can, call out tyranny and push them back. Let them know that you are a believer in Christ Jesus. Let that flame burn within you so they can see that intensity and understand where you stand. Be the warrior of Christ. These are the foundations we need in order to move this time forward. And each one that builds the courage on the small things builds greater courage in the greater things. There is a way that seems right to a man, but in but its end is the way to death. We are not seeking, that's Proverbs 14, 12. We are not seeking the way of men. We are seeking the way of the Lord. And what the Lord does not want us to do is to sit quietly on the couch waiting for end times. But instead, to stand boldly in this time against the evil and be heard letting us proclaim this fight as his and his words resounding across the battlefield so that others know that his children are here and present and proclaiming the authority to step on snakes and scorpions and dominion over all evil. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, We thank you for these days, these times, these trials. Lord, we pray tonight for the greater awakening of this nation, the United States, its people, to rise, to come together, to start putting aside these idolatries and these foolish hopes of somebody else fixing the problems that we created. Lord, we need a nation that can start having accountability. We need a nation that will start realizing what's evolving before us on our northern border to our friends and brethren that we need to join them, support them, standing strong. We need to shred away this fake warriorism of keyboard warriors that are not out here in the fight now where we need them. We need to get people away from their ideas of loving you but not understanding the relationship to Christ. Lord, we need your army to stand. And we are here, Lord. We are here. And so I say these words as others may say as well. Send me. It's time. And you need us to guide us and direct us as you have Gideon, as you did Joshua, as you did David. For these are times now, Lord, that are mighty times, that call on the mighty to rise. Even those that may have been seen as weak, they now have to claim their greatness in you. For this is a time of the new warriors to rise, of the new leaders to rise, and to lead this nation back to the glory of you on the throne. It's the tribes that need to come together, two sticks as one. Forgive us, Lord, for the transgressions we have made. Forgive our nation for the sins it has done. 
Allow us now, Lord, the grace of coming together as your children to lead this nation to a new twilight together. A new twilight, a new era where you are on the throne. And this is, becomes once again your kingdom, your land. Guide us, bless us, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Patriots, we are in a, it's easy to feel in a, in a time like this, it is easy to feel alone. Don't feel alone. I try to tell a lot of Canadians, they're like, where's Americans? I'm like, well, there's great people here. And they always say this, like, I know there's great people there. Where are you? I'm like, it will come. But this is your fight now. So stand strong. Because standing strong, Canada, no matter where it takes you, no matter where it takes you, standing strong is going to shake the world. We are not going to get through this with prayers alone. And we are not going to get through this without some real pain. But we didn't get here overnight. And this evil that has control has no intention of letting go. You can do the math. Right now, people need to be as fearless in Christ as they've ever been. Right now, you need to be as vocal and as forward-leaning in your communities as you have ever been. This is not a time to think about when you're going to get to it, but it's a time to act now. The days are here. There is a storm and it's been raging. It's just waiting for us to get him on board. Because unless we start to push back hard, we're going to get washed out to sea. And I have no intention of treading water in the ocean. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into this fight. Our prayers are a connection to the rock of faith, to our deep and intimate relationship through Christ Jesus to Father. And he is there. And he is listening and he is talking. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. I intend to be on that finish line with him. And I think most of you do too. But that means we have a mission to do. We're in this time, in this place, for such a time as this. To occupy the land. To expand the kingdom. Mission forward. I'll see you tomorrow night for, actually I'll see you tomorrow afternoon for Bended Knee. 1 p.m. Pacific time tomorrow, Bended Knee every day, Monday through Friday now, Bended Knee. Until then, or until the next time, God bless, good night, thank you, and out for now. All this time we had to 
To what we 
all the ways where you are a safe place to hide from the rain.